feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Rangers won Celtic nil this afternoon at Ibrook Stadium. On goal, Callum McGregor cross in the corner from Tavernier. It came moments after near Beaton was sent off. The ball through to Morellas. And the referee, was it going to be yellow or red? It was red and Beaton went off moments later. Rangers scoring and Rangers are now on 62 points. Celtic on 43. Yes, three games in hand. But uh, Davy Proven, the league is over, you reckon? Yeah, it's over. Celtic Celtic simply had to win today to put even the slightest bit of heat on Rangers. They haven't done it. The gap's increased. The league's over. It's Rangers. Barry, congratulations. It's, I know you can't officially say congratulations, yeah. but it's quite 62 points for Rangers at this stage. Yeah, the, the ball's clearly in, in Rangers' court now. They, they can only lose it. I know um, they're 19, uh, 19 points clear. I know Celtic have got three games in hand. I fully expect Celtic to win the three games, so, but 10 points at this stage is a, is a good lead. Um, and the consistency levels that Rangers have shown um, in the league this season have been great I think that's 20 wins and, and 2 draws now Phenomenal um, Look they weren't great today I, I think the manager will admit that and the players will admit that it was down to one guy who made 2 fantastic saves but when you you don't play at the levels that you normally play at to come away in an old firm game and get you 3 points I've got to be delighted with that The mark of champions elect I think that's what we'll call them at the moment Let's take some calls 0808 17 17 700 AJ is on the line a Celtic fan AJ good afternoon Good afternoon, guys. How are we all? Okay. Right. Yeah, we're fine. Happy New Year to you. A good New Year. Um, it might not feel that way. What do you feel having watched it this afternoon and Rangers winning 1 0? Um, I think I'm absolutely gutted. Um, to, to lose in that manner, um, I thought we were the better team for a large part of the game and deserve more from what the uh, from what the final result is. I think I'd like to, uh, at this point, just, you know, Neil Lennon's come under quite a lot of uh, scrutiny this season. I'd just like to say that he got his tactics spot on today, put the right team out, and for large parts of that game, we were, we were dominant. Um, just one crazy decision from from the defence again, which has been the story of this season so far, which turned the corner, and, and then that's the season now over for us. It's, it's pretty good. And where do Celtic go from here? What do you feel? Well, it's a big decision. The board have said that they'll make a, a decision after, is it this, this week, is it? Um, they'll make a decision yeah, yeah. in Neil Lennon's future. Um, I, I think that we now need to look ahead and if the board have faith in Neil Lennon to take the team for the next few years, um, there's clearly a big uh, reconstruction job coming up with a lot of players on loan returning and also players coming to the end of contracts and wanting to leave the club. Um, it'll be a decision as to whether they think Neil Lennon is the man for the next two or three years or do they bring somebody in new. Um, Alan McGregor, man of the match, we just see him there being interviewed. Davey, Lean, uh, will, will Neil Lennon will I he stay? I can't disagree yeah. with the word uh, AJ has, has, has yeah. said there, but you know, however well Celtic played today, Neil Lennon did get it spot on. The, the damage wasn't done today, the damage was done in the front end of the season. Mm-hmm. 
uh, where Celtic just weren't playing. Mm. You know, knocked out of knocked out of the Champions League, out of the Europa League, now out of the Betfred Cup, and the league uh, has now gone. And and he's spot on as well when he says that the Celtic board has to make a decision on Neil Lennon, not next week, not next month, right now. And, and let Neil Lennon know whether he has a future or not. Because if, if they are going to change the manager, they have to do it now before this transfer window and, and get a new manager in who can pick his own players because there is a complete clear-out and rebuild required. And Barry, you don't want to go to a club if you don't know who the manager's going to be. No, that's why the, the Celtic board need to make a decision um, in the next 24, 48 hours. Because uh, I agree with AJ said, I do think it's a full rebuild that, that's needed at Celtic. I think it's clear to see there's, there's guys getting on in their career. There's uh, there's a lot of loan signings in. So whoever's going to take Rangers forward, uh, sorry, Celtic forward in the next two or three years needs to know when he's getting the job. Yep. Who's getting the job? AJ, for you, do you think yeah. that should come sooner now? Make the decision, as Davy Proven says. They, they said they would uh, let him know in January, and now is the time. Uh, I think I think Neil Lennon has to go. I think yeah. um, I think his time's done. If, I mean, I wish him all the best, but I think fresh blood needs to come in and we need to start fresh and start thinking over the next two, three seasons. What, what do we want to achieve? Um, and for Peter Law to stand up and put a strategy, a strategy together to see how we can turn this corner. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say, I think Neil Lennon deserves a lot of credit for the way that he set his team out the day, the personnel that he picked, the formation he picked. Because um, look, I'm delighted that Rangers got three points, but I'm not going to sit here and, and lie. Celtic were the dominant team until Beaton gets sent off. I thought Celtic were in the front foot for the first minute. Um, I thought they dominated the ball. Um, so he does deserve, I know he's got a lot of stick in the past Neil Lennon but he, he deserves credit for the way that his Celtic team came to Ibrox and played today mm. like, like you normally say Barry a goalkeeper gets you so many points a season and take my hat off to Alan McGregor that was a world class save today and that was the difference maybe a turning point in the yeah. game mm. yep I agree with you AJ I, I've said it he, he's massive player for Rangers and Lee Griffiths, when that left it left his left um, peg, he would have thought that was that was in the, the, the top corner. But again, that's why he was named man of the match. Me and Davy said that in, in the studio. He was he was the reason that, that Rangers got the three points today. AJ, would you have any idea who you'd like to see come in? I mean major changes <laughs> needed. Another I mean, we've we've seen some names banging about, and you know, as a Celtic fan, you want the best. You want another mm-hmm. sort of uh, Rogers sort mm-hmm. of caliber, but yeah. um, I think we have to be realistic. I'd like to think the board have got a plan in place, um, having given the number of weeks to Neil Lennon. They've, they've, they've started working on who might be next, and there might be a few names lined up there. There was Eddie Howe was mentioned. Um, and I, I'm going to put one out there. Rafa Benitez would be an incredible manager to come in. Um, but somebody like that or that calibre would be would be good, I think. Davy, Yeah, I mean, if Celtic could attract someone of that quality, it would be a game changer. Mm. But uh, I, I don't think for a minute Rafa Benitez is going to work in the, the SPFL. Mm. Uh, no disrespect to our league, I just I just don't see him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Newcastle pulled all the stops out to get him to to go to the north northeast. Yeah. Uh, Mike Ashley, it cost Mike Ashley a, a, a fortune. Um, I, I don't know whether Celtic would be prepared to to, to pay him what he would want to to come to Scotland. Mm-hmm. And even if they did, I'm not sure he would come. 
In terms of Neil Lennon, I think he deserves the respect to get told whether he's, he's going to be the manager going forward. I don't know if he's agree with that. I think. You should be told right now, yep. Barry, because yep. at five o'clock they leave Glasgow to go to Dubai. Hmm. And Neil Lennon, Neil Lennon should know when he gets on that flight whether he's still in charge of these players. If he's to get any respect and any authority from the players, his position must be clarified. And even more so given that the window is about to open again. If it's a rebuild and Neil Lennon's in charge, let him know it's his rebuild. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. 100% yep. he's got to be given the respect and he's got to be told now he is the man that's going to take Celtic mm-hmm. forward. But AJ, you said it's not going to be a Brendan Rodgers type of signing again, but why not? Rangers did it with Steven Gerrard. OK, he was brand new to management, but he is Steven Gerrard. Uh, and Brendan Rodgers made such a difference. Why not? You know, with... Uh, the money available to Celtic with the majority shareholder, Dermot Desmond, if he wants to, he can open up the checkbook. And I know what you're saying, David, that Benitez won't come, but who are the younger managers coming through that might be available with a bit of a pedigree who could come to Celtic? Because AJ, you must be... I mean, after uh, the Brendan Rodgers, Neil Lennon era, you need something special. Yeah, I think we uh, we saw the the Rogers effect when he when he turned up, and we're all absolutely delighted. And he completely transformed that team and got us playing some amazing football over the time he was with us. Mm-hmm. We can only we can only hope that we could ever. I mean, if he's he's and Gerard have shown the way that, and actually have had some positive periods up here in Scottish football. It's hopefully opening some doors to people who would have maybe written off Scottish football in mm-hmm. the past, but maybe now see the, these two characters coming up and doing well and moving on to bigger and better things which I'm sure Gerard will eventually as well mm. you know it could be a it could be a stepping stone into the premiership or somewhere else um, one of the top leagues um, there's no there's no obvious shortlist no. is there you no. know it's an unusual one no. that the, the Celtic job could come up yeah. and all of us are really struggling I think mm-hmm. to say well here's a list of five who would all want it and who are all of, of that quality there's no there's no obvious choice no. David you know? Moyes David Moyes is not going to leave the Premier League in England, Paul. No. I don't think. Do you not think it's chance. an attractive mm-hmm. job, but Davy? I, I do. Well, I do think it's an attractive job, but but not as attractive as it was when Martin O'Neill was allowed to spend six million pound in Chris Sutton mm-hmm. and six million pound in Neil Lennon mm-hmm. and two million pound in Alan Thompson. The the club has downsized, and I I think if I think to attract a really big name, Celtic would have to get serious about being uh, restoring their credibility in Europe. Mm-hmm. I mean Celtic lost 8-2 in aggregate to Sparta Prague that, that's where the club is in Europe yep. now it's hard to sell that to a real top manager unless he's going to be given the money to, to bring in the proper quality that the club requires AJ it's embarrassing isn't it that kind of st- statistic that Davies has given us because Celtic have, have a proud tradition in Europe but yeah, it, yeah. It's, um, it's old news I, now isn't it yeah yeah, as, um, I think as as David said there, we really need to re-establish ourselves in Europe. And again, that's another big advert for attracting players and managers to the club. Mm-hmm. I think what's key for, or what I would like to see the managers, we don't, we don't, I think we benefit from a coach, maybe a young aspiring coach rather than a man manager, mm-hmm. which is Neil Lennon and maybe a Martin and Neil would be more inclined to be like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. AJ, would you say a word about Rangers? Give credit to uh, Rangers who have been, that's 14 games unbeaten. You've gone silent. 
Oh, AJ, I know it's the season. Phone down. We have lost him actually. Genuinely, had gone. AJ, thanks for that call. Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. In an afternoon when Rangers win the derby, Rangers won Celtic nil. It was a Callum McGregor own goal. It came off him from the corner. Came in from Tavernier. Arebo got his head to it, and it came off the the back of the head. Was it Barry of uh, Callum McGregor? The shoulder. Nothing about his shoulder, really. Yeah, and uh, it ended up one nil to Rangers. Rangers are now nineteen points clear of Celtic. We're watching uh, just. Some of the antics afterwards, but that kind of stuff doesn't matter, does it, David? The, some of the no. bookings that were thrown around, Morel is no, involved there, Scott Brown. but That's completely yeah. superfluous to the, the... The big call of the day, as Barry said, is the red card. That, that is, yeah. that is the, the call that changes the, the whole pattern of the game. And, it, you know, it, Neil Lennon would have taken a, a, a woeful performance today if Celtic could have come here and, and nicked the points. Uh, and that's how Stephen Gerrard will feel. His team didn't play well today. They've got the points. And in this fixture, that's the only thing that matters. 0808 17 17 700 if you want to call the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy, Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson and Davy Proven. They've both played with the old firm for so many years, over 100 appearances in the atmosphere of Rangers Celtic. Of course, not, well, you didn't ever play behind closed doors. There were always 50 or 60,000 at the match, but not today. But uh, Rangers fans, the fireworks have been going off outside the ground, Barry, as well they might, because Rangers fans will feel. I mean that's it the, the, the title they're in pole position champions elect it's a bit early for me for fireworks will you, take, will, you take, will you take president elect it's like champions elect look yeah. uh, it was a, a fantastic result the performance wasn't there but letting fireworks off just um, calm down a wee I, bit. I'll, I'll tell you what though Barry if Rangers do blow up from here it's not no. Neil Lennon it'll be receiving it's going to be a, a different type of pressure now Davy. Yeah. they're under now they've yeah. got the 19 points I know Celtic expectation yep, yeah, there's yeah. expectation now in the shoulders of these players look everything that's been put in front of them this season they've delivered now it's a different type of pressure more of your calls coming next The Bull Radio Football Show Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson and Davy Proven on an afternoon when effectively Rangers have sealed the title. 19 points clear. Yes, Celtic have three games in hand, but Rangers 19 points clear. 62 points after beating their oldest rivals 1-0 this afternoon at Ibrox. A game dominated by Celtic. Neil Lennon got the tactics right, but they couldn't get the goal. Alan McGregor defied Edward and he defied uh, Lee Griffiths with a, an outstanding, a world-class save. And then in the second half, near Beaton was sent off, pulling down Morellas as he was through on goals. It's controversial. Many think it's harsh but it'll break down this way the Rangers fans will say it was fair the Celtic fans will say it was harsh That's uh, that. but the outcome is Rangers are well ahead 08, 08 17 17 700 would you accept champions elect Barry will you take that name no no no, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay let's see if Gary will Gary's a Rangers fan hi Gary hi how you doing yeah happy new year to you happy new year to you too guys Good, so would you say you are the champions-elect? I mean, I think that pretty much puts it in my own hands now. It's only as it can throw it away, so, you know, don't want to jinx it, but I would okay. say so. Yep. And Gary, how are you feeling? What do you come on to Go Radio this afternoon? And thanks for calling. What do you want to say? Uh, I just want to say, well, I'd like to ask Barry, obviously, first and foremost, did they expect McGregor to score the day for us? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, listen, he, he was unbelievable again. The, the I've said it plenty of times. Um, some of the saves that that guy pulls off, he, he's won certain games for Rangers, um, not just this season, but in previous seasons. 
Do you want to hear from him? Stay with us, Gary. Here is uh, Alan McGregor speaking about the match this afternoon. Hopefully, come four or five months' time, it'll be a huge win. It's weird. I thought we were really, really poor first half, and especially the 15 minutes or whenever uh, the send off occurred. But we're a wee bit better after that. But the ones that I say all the time, the ones the most important. Thing. You hear it? We were really, really poor, he said. Yeah, he's just yeah. been honest. It's what I said during it. Um, but they're signing a good team and you don't play at the levels that they've played all season. They still find a way to get that vital three points. Look, there's no doubt in my mind that the, the sending off was a big yeah. moment in the game. Um, and Rangers took advantage of that two or three minutes later. And then they seen the game out. They've done a professional job after that. Gary? Yeah, no, I mean, my, my sort of serious point was is that was all about to ask Barry, do you think that's the difference this season that Rangers can have a bad game and actually get the game over the line? Yep, that, I said yep. it in the show earlier yep. on. Um, yep. Last season, I think the amount of control that Celtic had um, within the game, I think Rangers would have struggled a bit. Um, they stayed in the game. They're showing a steely determination, a different mindset this year. So, but... Look, that that's the big difference that, that the managers um, put back into this squad um, they've obviously learned from the mistakes last mm. year for the winter break they were really poor but they've come back there's been a lot of work during the pre-season there's obviously been clearly myself and I know this there's been a lot of meetings about it so no, this is a different team when, when you're not playing um, at the level you're expected it, you still come away with the three points Davey that's the difference this year there's no slip up yeah, I mean, I've got to say, I think Rangers were fortunate today. I think Stephen Gerrard would be disappointed at how poorly his team played while it was still 11 v 11. He's just saying just now that we were second best in many areas, but well, I'm very he, proud of the team. One thing yeah. about Stephen Gerrard, he, he's, he's straight down the middle. Yeah. You'll get a proper opinion of him. Um, and that's exactly what he's saying. Um, but, you know, you, you, you can't take anything away from Rangers over the piece, mm -hmm. you know, from the beginning of the season. The, the stats, the... the Hardly lose any goals. They've dropped four points. Well, they played 22 games, just 16 mm -hmm. to go. Yep. That's why I say it's done. They've only dropped four points in 22 games. It's done. And you called it right, the man in the match. What would you say about Alan McGregor? Well, he, he's kept him in the game. You know, we're, we're talking about the red card being, being pivotable in the game, but the two early saves, particularly the one from, from Griffiths, keeps Rangers in a game at a stage where they could have been two down. Mm. I'm just listening to him doing the interview there. He's just, we asked him what he said at half time and his message was how much do you want to win an old firm game mm -hmm. it's not good enough and what David just said there every time that the manager Stephen Gerrard comes out he is honest and he was honest enough to say that, that Celtic were the dominant team um, but the difference in this Rangers team they find a way to win uh, it did help with the sending off no doubt about it but at the end of the day the most important thing for Rangers is getting the three points and they've done that yeah, Stephen Gerrard has just told him on Sky we couldn't get a foothold in the first 45 minutes but it's about the outcome, it's about the three points especially where we are at this stage in the season. So Gary on the line, were you worried at one point uh, the way Celtic were dominating? It was because um, the way the game started I did expect this to be more Europa League kind of tactics no mm -hmm. sit back, let them come on to us and then have a recharge but I, I just don't think we got gone at all it wasn't gone away and I totally agree with you that the sending off was a big, big help to us today. Do you think it was a red card? Uh, well, when I watched it, technically he's the last man because it showed you the side view across the line. He's the last man. It's a goal-scoring opportunity. When you're a striker at Alfredo Morelos' class, you can hit them for there. So I would agree with it, yeah. Yep. 
but you can hear the way that Gary's saying it, Barry, that it's, uh, it was, I think most people thought that was going to be a yellow. Yeah, look, I, I think it was a red, mm-hmm. I'll be honest yeah. with you. Um, I know there's got to, listen, there's going to be a lot of opinion and, and there's going to be a lot of divide with it, what, but yeah. I just think Beaton being the last man, he, he's caught on the wrong side. That's the the damaging thing for Celtic. Um, and that's the thing that will probably disappoint Neil Lennon. But I, I still think that Ayer is too far away. So I think it's a red card. Gary, what would you say about your team? Who would you want to mention? Obviously, your captain, Tavernier. He's been there, what, four years? This is the fifth year. And uh, he's going to get silver well at time. At, at times, it looked as though it wouldn't happen. But what about James Tavernier? What would you say about him? Well, I'll be totally honest. I was his biggest critic uh, right really? up until this year. Right. I totally... I just didn't think he had it. You know, mm. the guts and determination and the push. And I didn't agree with him getting the captaincy. But I tell you what, he's uh, certainly shut me up this year. Uh, so is Big Goldson too, I want to say for him mm-hmm. because I thought him and Tavenier just weren't up to it for us but the two of them have pulled us through some games this year so mm-hmm. I'd have uh, made me eat humble pie so that's all I can really say about them. Yeah. <laughs> and he got the call right about Balogun, didn't he? He, he? he put in a really good tackle earlier on when it was nil-nil. Uh, Balogun's been a really good signing and I think there's been so many good signings. Roof, obviously. Uh, Itan as well, you know, came on, carries a threat. What about uh, Steven Gerrard in the transfer market during the summer? I think he's been unreal. I mean, I don't, I can't remember a season where pretty much every single person that a manager's brought into the team's actually pulled through like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like you say, uh, Balligan, I think he was the right call today. I'm not Hellander's biggest fan. Uh, I don't get me wrong, the guy's put in some great performances for us, but I just think he's a wee bit slow and a wee bit off the pace sometimes. But uh, it produces, like you say, it's, they've actually got a full squad this year. It's not just Morelos scoring all the time. So I think that is the difference that uh, they all hit the ground running this year. I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing about the, the manager. He's lucky he's had a board that have went and backed him. In yep. the transfer market He's identified players In the summer And one thing That I liked about it He got them in early Davey He got yeah. the players in yeah. early And how important that is To get them into the environment Into pre-season early Get them to know the club The surroundings um, So his business in the summer I thought was really good But you've got to give credit To the, the board I.e. Douglas Park yeah. I said that He's the one that's put his hand In his pocket And, and supported the manager I was looking at, at Rangers figures From 2013 you know when they after they had gone into liquidation when they came out of liquidation mm-hmm. they've lost millions every year so it, it's not a way to run a football club no. uh, but what they have done they, they've stopped 10 in a row which no. was the, the target at the outset uh, and they've also through their European success starting to build up to uh, a stage where they could break even or, or make a profit yeah. And it, I mean, it's unbelievable to think Rangers from the ashes of liquidation have caught Celtic in eight years, given Celtic's advantage, a free run at the Champions League every year, more money than Rangers, every advantage that they could get, and Rangers have caught them. Really good point Davy Proven makes. Yep. Yep, uh, and yep. I think it will change after this season. That, uh, uh, I think I read something two or three weeks ago and the board have been pretty open about it when they've done the AGM. Um, they will have to go and sell their, their assets, yeah. i.e. maybe a Morelos or a, a Kent at some stage. Um, two or three, they said. Yep. Yeah, but that mm-hmm. comes down to the good recruitment that the manager's done. He, he's yep. buying players that are going to be worth a bit of money. Yeah, the, the recruitment, I mean, 
Anything Celtic do will be compared to what Rangers have done. And Barry's right. Rangers recruitment has been terrific. Celtic's has been woeful. Mm. Celtic got six players in this summer. Only two of them were in early enough to play in the Champions League game against Ferns Farris. And yet he wasn't fit enough. Two, two of them played. So, you know, as Barry said, Rangers had theirs in early, obviously identified them, got the deals done, yep. ready ready to kick off, you know, when, when the season kicked off proper. Yep. Celtic trying to get last minute deals over the line. Chasing their tail. Ch- yep. Chasing their tail. And, you know, yep. I'm, I'm sorry to go back two or three seasons, but the John McGinn signing... To, to slip through their fingers just sums Celtic up over the last years. Yeah, over over half a million quid. Shocking. Um, mm. yeah. it, it was a big loss. And you just see what, what John McGinn mm. went on to do. But I do believe the the reason why Rangers have been successful is the, the recruitment. Yep. The, the manager, obviously, when everything shut down through COVID, mm. he's went away and he's identified players and he's brought them in. Mm the first day of pre-season that makes a hell of a difference to players and you called it right when this programme started on July the 31st and we thought Morelos was on his way to Lille you said no I think they're going to keep oh they were signing Roof they signed Eton and you said no watch for Morelos he might you weren't sure you said he might he might stay no, I don't think MD will be let go until the summer yeah. I think he might see oh. a Morelos go in the summer or even a Kent but I think at this moment in time the manager would have identified somebody to come in and replace these players. Okay, Gary, how are you going to celebrate? Uh, just have a couple of shandies with my <laughs> missus Jack Jack. Know what I mean? Great. <laughs> shandies, a couple of shandies. That's a nice one. You and well, Jack Jack. Might be listening, you know. So I yeah. behave. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, good call. Thanks very much. Enjoy. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks. Thanks a million. Cheers. Thank you. Gary, Bye-bye. there, Rangers fan, calling in from Castle Milk. 0808 17 17 700 taking your calls uh, for the next hour here on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited call us uh, on 0808 17 17 700 we're on the socials as well and uh, you can text us go plus your message to 87474 more calls next The Go Radio Football Show Let's go Festive season continues especially for the Rangers fans effectively They've won the title today. They are 19 points clear. Yes, Celtic have three games in hand, but Davy Proven, Barry Ferguson, me, Paul Cooney, you can call us on 0808 17 17 1700. 700, what do you think? 0808 17 17 700. What do you reckon? Let's take a call from Dylan, a Celtic fan is on the line. Dylan, good afternoon. Happy New Year. Hi. Good afternoon, happy new year to you guys too. It's a difficult one, but we we want to wish you all the best. Uh, Tough one this afternoon. What do you feel? You must have thought for an hour... Uh, this might happen for Celtic today. You're thinking about tonight, you're like, I after another, um, you're thinking, I, it's been a great game for Celtic, but at the end of the day, um, it was a red card before we go into any discussion. I think it was a red card, straight red card from the on. All right, so you you were watching it on Sky and you'd hear the call, you'd see different angles. So you reckon yeah, a red you card? Yeah, right? yeah. It was a red card, like, you're denying a goal scorer opportunity. Any law of the game would tell you that. Um, as a red card. And I'm actually sitting with my brother at the moment who's a Rangers fan. Right. Uh, <laughs> Good. He's, um, Good balance, yep. He's basically saying, I, Barry Ferguson was his idol at Rangers. Um, grew up watching Barry. Uh-huh. Uh, tell him not to get too carried away. <laughs> <laughs> I've told him not to get carried away, Barry, but he said, I. 
Have you ever done that game? You said that the middle of the park, you'd have won five nothing. I've been five nil if you were playing, son. Five nil if you were playing. There he is. That's the brother. What's your brother's name? My brother's name's Xander. 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 Right. So Xander's there. Yeah. Okay. He's just basically he's a centre half. He plays in amateur football. Well, let me tell you this. Stay with us. Um, Neil Lennon has just told uh, Sky Main Event that the referee was too quick to pull out the red card. Davey, is that what he's he's just been saying? Yeah, he's, he's saying he thinks that Morelos might have got a shot away, but uh, I think he's saying it wasn't a, an obvious goal-scoring opportunity and that Bobby Madden was was too quick. I mean, this is one that's going to split people right down the, yeah, the middle, course, I think. Yeah. And here's Dylan, Celtic fan. So, Dylan, what, would you, what do you want to say? To be honest, I don't think Bobby's going on wrong. To be honest, yeah. like yeah. I know he let it. I know I'm disagreeing with my manager here, but I think, yeah, it was a straight red card. But at the same time, Iron's out of position, so I don't know why Neil Lennon has come out and said, "Oh, it's not a red card." Mm-hmm. But I think Iron's out of position. If you look at the replay again, Iron's out of position mm-hmm. to then cause Beton to come. For the close to Morelos, and that's why it's a red card. And Listen, that's why Bobby's yeah. came. And the decision's made anyway. Neil Lennon has gone on to say that uh, they could have got a goal near the end, but El Yanusi, he's criticised uh, the pass from El Yanusi, and he's just said that his goalkeeper has had nothing to do all day. But the stats show that Rangers have won by a goal to nil, and Dylan, as a Celtic fan, how do you feel? I feel like, do you know, within the first half an hour, we should have been three or four nothing up. If I'm being honest, we had a few chances. All thanks to Al McGregor, Rangers have won that game. Mm-hmm. Paul do some good saves, and that's what Al McGregor's all about. Though he is a great keeper, he was called number one for a reason. He's absolutely right, Barry. What, yep. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what we've got to say. Simply, like Al McGregor has been kept for Scotland. He's been. I'm going to be honest here and say I he's been the best keeper in Scotland all season. So, what do you make of the goalkeeping situation for Celtic all season then? I think with the goalkeeping situation at Celtic, we have missed Fraser Foster because if you look at the cup final last season, Fraser Foster was the one that kept Celtic in the game. Yep. And they, yeah, Celtic dominated that game today, but Fraser Foster, it was the same with Rangers in the cup final. Mm-hmm. Whereas we got the lucky result, we got the one nothing win in the cup final. Yep. And today, Rangers, yeah, they were lucky with Carl McGregor, Aribo, Harold McGregor, and going in the back of the head, but at the same time, I see it's points to win games at the end of the day. It's not it's not down to how the team plays, it's down to whoever wins. Yep. At the end of the day, like Bengals won the three points. Yep. So Davy Proven, Dylan's quite balanced about it. Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at Neil Lennon, mm-hmm. uh, Dylan. He, Neil Lennon is basically saying he thinks that uh, Morelos would have got a shot away, but he's saying it would have been from the edge of the box. It would have been from some distance. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think Morelos would have had a shot at the end of the box. I, would have, I think he would have squared that across the box, mm. to be honest. Because Morelos, in his last 14 games against Celtic, he's not had the best of shot conversions against Celtic. And I think at the end of the day, he would have squared back across the goal and I think his confidence is shot against Celtic. Like a lot of people, a lot of Celtic fans have agreed with this one. Say, oh, he's not scored against Celtic, this and that, but he's came and provided the goods for Rangers yeah. when it's mattered. Yep. Whereas, and I want to ask David this as well. And I know it's been bugging me all day, but I know David used to be on the Skype industry with Ian Crocker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd rather, like, I prefer to have David on the radio. <laughs> Uh, like on the sky commentary 
because I think to myself as well, like having Andy Walker in that country, it's not, well, it's not balanced. Though. Well, Andy's top oh, class Andy's, pro Andy's as well, isn't he? Good. Top class, yeah. We're just watching Davies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're watching it again. Morellis going down, beat on there. I, I've, on, I've yeah. now watched that three or four times. Uh-huh. I do think it's a red card. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're more convinced than you were even. Yeah, yeah. I was. Conv- it's yeah. hard, as I said, the referees have got yeah. a split second to go and make a decision, but I do think he, he has got it right. But I was just watching Neil Lennon's interview there. Look, I'll be honest, Celtic were the better team. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt in my mind about that. The sending off makes a massive impact on the game. And then Rangers, you've got to give Rangers credit. They go and take advantage of that, that Paul, and they go on to you see the game out, and it's a great three points for them. Here's what Stephen Gerrard had to say, sorry, at half-time. So, nil-nil, Celtic had all the pressure, as you know, Dylan. Here's what the manager said to his players. I just asked them how much they wanted to win a derby. That was the only question they needed to be asked. If you want to win a derby, especially here at Ibrox, we're, we're protecting our stadium and our supporters. Uh, you can't be passive, you can't be second-best. We've got to let Celtic know they're in a game. Credit to Celtic, I thought they played really well in the first half. But look, we, we were outstanding in a cup final for 90 minutes not so long ago and got nothing for it. Um, it's about the end results. We've won the game, we stretch our lead, um, we remain humble and we move on to Aberdeen now. Davey? Yeah, again, he, you know, he calls it right down the line. He, he says very little wrong as, as Rangers manager. Just looking at Silian yeah. Petrov, mm. who obviously played with Neil Lennon as, as a pal of Neil Lennon's, and he is saying it's a red card in his opinion. Right. So, okay. yeah. That, that's that's one of Neil Lennon's pals right. who's saying he thought it was a red so okay. this is going to run and run Let's hear uh, Stephen Gerrard speak about his goalkeeper who was Davy Province Go Radio Man of the Match and he was Sky's Man of the Match Outstanding he's a world class goalkeeper the couple of saves he's, he's made to keep us in it Outstanding and reliable trustworthy um, and, and I know now um, I already knew but I know even more now why he's been so successful at this club because he's bailed us out again on a couple of occasions He certainly has and how did Stephen Gerrard sum up the victory this afternoon? Well look it's another big three points it's another clean sheet so uh, really proud of the team in terms of their efforts First half we weren't good enough, we weren't ourselves, I thought we were second best in a lot of areas uh, and for a large part of the first half. thought it was a massive improvement in the second half, we were getting up to people, we were more aggressive, we were more physical, we were believing in ourselves and what we were doing in terms of the way we were trying to play. So I was more pleased from 45 to the sending off uh, with the improvement and then obviously the, the sending off's a, a big major incident in the game and um, it looked like there was only going to be one team to win it from there. So that's Stephen Jarrett speaking to Sky after the match. He speaks really well and uh, you honest. can disagree. He, yeah. He's so honest. I, I like listening to him after the games um, and he's honest with, with the way that Rangers played today. Um, Celtic were the, the dominant force. Uh, look, I, I thought they were slightly better in the second half, Rangers, uh, yeah. up until the second half, but I still thought Celtic were the better team. But the main thing and the main objective at half 12 would be Rangers to get the three points and they've done it. They've not played as well as they have over the course of the season but the most important thing is when you don't play well you find a way to get three points and they've done that. Dylan, can we ask you as a Celtic fan then what are you looking for now for the rest of the season? What should Celtic do? Well, I don't know what Celtic should do but can I make a Paul? Can I put my brother as Xander? Uh, of course. Oh, yep, Dylan, the Celtic so fan's been on. Yep, you're uh, um, in Gertham. Let's hear from Xander. Aye, two seconds. Aye. Great, so uh, I hope they're paying for the call. Hello, Xander. Hello, sir, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. You're through to Paul, to Davey and to Barry Ferguson. You're right through to Barry. Barry, before I go any further, son, see you in the old days used to drag midfield about for Bayern Munich to Celtic. What a player you were, sir. 
best player we've had at Rangers for many a year. It wasn't that long ago, was it? The old days. <laughs> it was that long ago. Xander, he's actually blushing here in the studio. Yeah. You've, you've made him no, blush. He shouldn't, shouldn't be blushing. I've heard him many a time. Yeah. Watching him as a young boy, dreaming of being Barry Ferguson. <laughs> he gave so many memories, especially the 2-2 free kick, loving Crans Cup final. What a hero he is for me. Magnificent. We appreciate that, Xander. Yeah, Xander, yeah. So, Xander, what would you want to say about Rangers? Champions elect, 19 points clear. How pleased are you? I'm going to put my heart on my sleeve and I'm going to say the league is over mm-hmm. after the day's performance. What a victory for us. I can't believe Celtic didn't play Scott Brown. He was only part for five minutes and he gets Morelos a yellow card. I can't believe Lennon didn't play him. It was never benefit. We won the game 1-0. Walter Smith was in the stand and it was a Walter Smith performance. Unbelievable <clears throat> victory for us. 1-0. Can't believe it. David, did you see that as a Walter Smith style performance? Yeah, we got the old rope a dope trick, wasn't it? You know, for years, uh, Walter's side, you know, Tommy Burns' team would go to Ibrox and play really well and have chances, and Rangers would go up at the end and nick it. Eric Bo Anderson, in particular, I remember uh, scoring too late on in the the nerdy day uh, game. Um, I I suppose you could say it was a Walter Smith uh, performance. Barry? Yep, I I played in in plenty of Walter's teams. and sometimes we get dominated, um, but we found a way to win. We were we were really compact and and hard to get through. Um, but l- listen, see the results. See like that that kind of result today. That's the ones that will be down the line, two or three weeks. Thinking what a three points that was because they, they weren't anywhere near the levels that they, they have been over the course of the season. But again, they found a way to win. This is a difference in this Rangers team this season. Good point, Sanders makes that uh, Brown was only on a few minutes, and then Morales uh, gets a red ca- uh, gets a yellow card. Yeah, listen, Brown knows how to uh, Brown knows <laughs> how to wind people up. Does but, he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I thought I thought Sorrow was was very good again. Yeah. yeah. Today I thought he was a, a good replacement, but I get where. Yep. where he's coming Xander's coming from Scott Brown comes on and, and winds Morelos up but Morelos yep. should be, know by now it's another silly booking that he's picked up I think that's five bookings I think he can be suspended again soon so it's no ideal he doesn't need to get himself involved Davy, what, what about Brown? I know you thought he would play Yeah I thought he would play yeah. but you know, having said that I think Soro's performance vindicated Neil Lennon's team selection uh, Soro did really well actually um, so you know, I, you know I think we're we're clutching at straws, really. Uh, I think Celtic fans, and a lot of fans will come on and say Scott Brown should have started, but would he have made an awful lot of difference? Not given the way that Sorrow played. Xander, how far can your team go then? You are saying Rangers will win the title, and I think most people would agree, uh, but you can hear Rangers, and you heard um, the manager, Stephen Gerrard, saying, right, one game at a time, the, the humble yeah. word came in again. But how far, how long can you ha- hang on to the manager, Stephen Gerrard? Oh, Gerard, he's, he's been fantastic for us. He's took a couple of years to get rid of the guys who don't want to work for the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to say we're going to go to Aberdeen one game at a time, as Stevie says, but I really think the days are sucker points to Celtic fans through. You know, through Glasgow, they must be thinking to themselves, it's an opportunity missed today. Mm-hmm. And listen to Davey, he's missed on that Sky Sports. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely fantastic co-commentator. We really missed today with McCoy and Walker for the Celtic side. He really does. Thank you very much, Sandra. That's kind of you. He's blushing. He uh, he's blushing. <laughs> he's blushing. No, yeah. I mean, I'm here to make everybody blush. But <laughs> at the end of the day, 
Rangers fans will be blushing everywhere, yep. guys, and I'd like to leave it there, and I'd like you to okay. carry on with a great show. Great. Right. Right. Sander and Dylan, thanks very much for calling in. 0808 17 17 700. It's always good to see the, the families there. One's Rangers, one Celtic. Uh, it, it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. The same, I'm on a group chat, and there's yeah. um, obviously Rangers and Celtic fans on it, and the Celtic fans have not been on. Um, since the, the, the final whistle but no. they were certainly on the first 70 minutes yeah. the way that, that Celtic played but listen it's yeah. great to see that the two brothers can sit down and, and watch an old firm uh, game mm. together We're going to hear from Neil Lennon very shortly we told you what he was saying on Sky some of it but he sounded quite bullish Davey um, he didn't sound as though I mean he's got to go on the flight in less than two hours Yeah, but it sounds as though he'll be going there as Celtic manager and taking them there to get a bit of R&R for yeah, four or five days I think yeah. there'll be a lot going on behind the scenes Paul yeah. um, Neil Lennon has to front up there mm-hmm. and Neil Lennon remember is not going to resign if he resigns he loses a year's salary so you know, if Neil Lennon is going to leave the club, Peter Lowell is going to have to pay him up. So I can understand Neil Lennon being quite bullish, but there will be a lot going on behind the scenes because this title is over. That's the best I've seen Celtic play all season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. The first 70 minutes. Yeah. It's certainly the first 45 minutes I thought mm-hmm. they, were, they were dominant. And I, I agree with him. Um, but he, he's got to come out fighting. He's got to show that he believes that he's still the man to, to take the club forward. But I agree with what you guys are saying Celtic need to make a decision in what way they're going to go forward not an easy job is it to be managing uh, Rangers or Celtic when you're not winning and it's an unusual position for Celtic in the past nine years uh, and you made a great point earlier David Problem was saying about you know when Rangers went out of business when they go down the divisions and come back and Celtic didn't cement their position in no. Europe you know in the Champions League they've, they've missed well, they, out they were, they were raking in all this Champions League money Um and you know, over the last seven years, they've qualified twice. Now, I, nobody believes Celtic can win the Champions no. League. They, they don't have the resources, yeah. but they should be qualifying more often than not. And two years out of seven, uh, for me, sums up the lack of ambition in the Celtic board, who were hiding behind the ten in a row effort as the club was was losing credibility in Europe. Well, and losing out in a, yep. a few players as well. We spoke about John yep. McGinn not mm-hmm. going yep. that extra yep. five hundred thousand yep. pound to get. For me now, what, what what would John McGinn be worth now with his performances down in England? He'd be worth what, 40, 50 million quid. That, wow. that was a figure that came into my mind, 40. Yeah. Yep. Couple of goals in the games that kicked off at three. Hamilton are one up against Motherwell against Motherwell in the Derby. Lee Hodson scoring after ten minutes. And Kelly, who won midweek against Motherwell, are one up against St Mirren, and it's Daniel Whitehall. And he scored midweek as well. So, uh, Kelly, your old team, Davey, are one up at home to St Mirren. Stennis Muir nil, Stirling Albion won a latest. And Blackburn, your old club, they've gone one up at Birmingham against your old club there. Davey, first of all, Kelly one up? Yeah, I mean, Alec Dyer under real pressure. But, um, you know, if he holds on today, that's two wins in the bounce. Should take a bit of heat off him. And Hamilton Ackies, I'm, I'm glad for Brian Rice, a, a goal up, you know, given that they were without so many players through COVID uh, and injury over the, the Christmas period. Good old Ackies. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my local yeah. team is one result I always um, look out for. And the amount of stuff that Brian Rice has had to go through this season in terms of the, the people picking up the, the coronavirus. And plus, he's got the lowest budget in the um, in the league. Yep. And it's always a struggle for Hamilton. But they always pull off some surprise results, Hamilton. So, Brian Rice... Uh, He's a guy that I've got a lot of time for and I'm sure he'll... Because um, he came in with a, for a bit of flack a month or so ago. Um, the, the Hamilton fans gathering outside the stadium 
and he went out and that's the type of characters yeah. he went out and he faced up to them so that tells you mm. something about the man so no, that's um, it's a great start for him against Mono. He got the draw at St Johnson in midweek, which was a decent result. But there was Ross County going to Easter Road, and Jack Ross, the team lacked the killer instinct, and they they didn't beat Ross yeah, County. But that's that's, yeah. that's what Hibs and Hearts do. Yeah, you know Hibs play brilliantly at Ibrox and yep. probably should have had something out of that game, and they lose at home to Ross County. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what they do. The Edinburgh yep. clubs have been doing it for decades. Mm-hmm. Open top bus parade when, when they beat one of the old firm, then they fall flat in their face the next week. <laughs> it's true, but is he speaking honestly? <laughs> Take that, Edinburgh. <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? I mean, you know, Ross County, uh, they can How many trophies since, since 1960, right? In the mm. last 60 years, right. how many trophies have the Edinburgh clubs won between them? Ooh. Given that's yeah. 180 attempts. Wow. How many have the answer between them? So, since 1960. Since 1960, right. last 60 okay. years, they've had 180 attempts to win a trophy. So, Scottish Cup with Hibs in 2016. Was That's that beating yeah. Rangers in '98, right? Uh, Skull Cup, League Cup. Uh, Murdo was the assistant manager, so they won then, didn't they? There's three. The Skull Cup. The, the, Skull the, the Cup, League yeah. Cup. Yeah. Hibs <laughs> have won three League Cups and a Scottish Cup. Right. Hearts have won three Scottish Cups and a League Cup. Eight trophies out of 180 attempts. In the capital city. The capital city. Right, I'm telling you, Livingston have gone two up on Hibs. Can't believe it. John Guthrie. Davey's right. <laughs> yeah, so on cue, Livy are two up against Hibs. So, uh, what, what wow. a job David uh, Martindale's Isn't done he? since yeah. he's took over wow. for, for Gary Holt. Um, unbelievable runny form they're on. Astonishing. Isn't that amazing? So he was confirmed just over a week ago as manager and that must be about seven in a row. Okay, there's only twenty, less than 20 minutes gone, but uh, Livy are two up at Hibs. Phenomenal performance by David Martindale. And, uh, well, I watched, uh, uh, I watched uh, the full game actually um, when I come back from my game, um, the, the Rangers and Hibs. And I thought Hibs were, were excellent. They came and they had a pop at Rangers and they were unlucky maybe to, to knock him away with at least a point. And then you, you go and you, you play bottom of the table, as David mentioned there at Easter Road, and they come and, and beat them 2 0, and then they're 2 0 down today against Livingston. Jack Ross must be pulling his hair out. Yeah. I was going to ask you for your prediction this afternoon. So you're both <laughs> going for Livy to win at Hibs. Aberdeen, Dundee United, who's going to win the new firm derby? Aberdeen to win. Remember, I've got, I'm tipping Aberdeen to finish third, so I've got to stick with the Dons. Yeah, going with the Dons. Yeah, I think Harry. Aberdeen will win yep. that. How's Lewis doing? Is he, uh... Yep, he's yep. he's back to playing. Um, obviously, he was out with, after the, the coronavirus stuff with Scotland. Mm-hmm. Then he, he came back, he got sent off against St Mern, um, so he missed a game, but he just needs to keep his feet in the ground and keep working. He, he's got a real good chance in the game. Really, um, really hard for him to get into the Scotland squad because there's so many midfield players. Aren't it's they? the strongest area, yeah. Davy. Um, but look, if he keeps performing the way he has for Aberdeen, because yeah. I think he's improved since he's went up there from from Hamilton. Um, I prefer him playing further forward. Well, that's what the last time I spoke to Derek McInnes, that's what he said. We're trying to get him further forward. Yep, I think it helps with Ross McCrory coming in him being that sitter. But mm. I think when you let the reins off him, and let him get forward, yeah. he's capable. Of, he, he, he's scoring ten to fifteen goals a season. Great. More of your calls coming in. 08, 08 17, 17, 700 on an afternoon when Rangers go 19 points clear. They won the Derby 1 0. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go! 
We'll be back on Monday, 5 till 7. Cy Ferry, Rob McLean and Barry Ferguson. This afternoon is Davy Proven, Barry Ferguson and me, Paul Cooney. And breaking news, Cy Ferry playing this afternoon for Peter Head against uh, Cove Rangers. Barry, what's the news? Yeah, he's just been sent off. No. Um, he's yeah. obviously been disappointed with the, the, the Celtic result and obviously he's playing uh, Cove Rangers. So he, he's took it out in them and, and unfortunately gets sent off. I know we're with OPC Energy giving it the, giving the cold the red card. Uh, Simon has got the red card this afternoon. Red card was maybe the deciding moment in the Old Firm match this afternoon. Near Beaton sent off in 63 minutes. Rangers scoring moments later. Rangers won Celtic nil. It was an own goal. It was a cross from Tavernier. A corner kick came off the head of Aribo and then the neck, the shoulder of uh, Callum McGregor and Rangers winning by one goal to nil. Elsewhere, the three o'clock kickoff: Aberdeen nil, Dundee United nil. Hamilton still one up in Motherwell. Lee Hodson the scorer. Hibs nil, Livingston two. It's Mullen and Guthrie the scorers there. And Kilmarnock one, St Mirren nil. Daniel Whitehall the scorer. It was a cross and assist by Chris Burke. Yeah, he was left out of the team on yep. Wednesday night. They got a good victory, so... Good to see Berkey. I think Berkey's 36. He's still in, in great condition. And every time I've, I've watched Kilmarnock, um, Berkey's been one of the main players. So yeah. great for him to get an assist there. East 5 1, Falkirk 0. Stevenage 2, Scunthorpe 1. I'm mentioning that because Forest Green 1, Oldham 0. Nicky Cadden, the scorer there, the Cadden brothers who were at Motherwell. Chris and Nicky. So Nicky is down there. Let's take more of your calls 0808 17 17 700. Davey just relieved that I wasn't going to ask him about Forest Green. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a call. It's uh, Liam's on the line in Pollock Shields. Hi, Liam. Hi, guys. How are you? Uh, a bit disappointed. <laughs> yeah, Liam. Uh, yeah. So, what did you think today? What, what's your, uh, yeah, what's your take on it this afternoon? You know, it was quite surprising. I thought Lennon had the guts to drop down in such a big game. You know what I mean? And uh, I thought we had a strong first half. We taking chances. We looked far better than we have in recent months. Um, and I just thought after that second half, I said from the beginning. Stephen Gerrard isn't going to let that happen again. They're going to come out strong. And that's what they did. Beaton getting sent off changed the whole atmosphere. Celtic let their heads go down. And that was the turning point from there. Yep. Davy. Well, I, I don't think Celtic heads went down at the, the sending off. It no. just it just changes the game dramatically that you're a man down. It's it's a game changer. Um, of course. I, I, go on, Liam. Of course, yeah. The, Always, it's always hard getting a man set off. I think it was pretty professional for Bosch. The last man on the on the on the ball. Surely you, you know you can't do something like that. I thought fair enough. Referee straight the head. I don't think it was there should be any other decision. But um, I think it was a big sacrifice to try and take down Morelos, who you could have easily come inside, take a risk to try and get the ball. But I just thought it was really sloppy and it shouldn't have happened. Yeah, I, I think I think Bitton, I think he brings Morelos down, assuming he's going to get a yellow. Mm. Um, yep, yep, definitely. That, that, that's what he's done. He, he's not he's not daft. He, it's either that or allow Morelos. And I think in hindsight, Neil Bitton would look on it now and say, I, I should have let him get a shot away yeah. because Morelos is probably going to hit it from a bit of distance at, at an angle. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah. I think that's the point that Neil Lennon made but you know the, near Benton's wrong side it's very poor defending that, that's 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 what caused the whole thing he ends up on the wrong side of Morelis which as a defender is um, not clever Barry yep it's down to he's just 
caught in the wrong side of him. It's um, it was probably the the only bad decision that he made because I thought he was he was pretty comfy within the game. Um, I thought Beaton and, and Ayer uh, strolled it. I don't think Morelos was really involved much. Um, but it, it's just look. It's a bad moment for him he's, he's definitely caught on the wrong side And for me It's a clear red card This was what Neil Lennon was saying then A few moments ago To Sky main event I think the referee Has made the wrong decision And it's changed the course of the game Well it's not a sending off It's a foul You know we've got Ayer coming on the cover Morelos is in a wide position You make It's not a clear and obvious Goal scoring opportunity You might get a shot off But he's certainly not Clean through on goal and I think he's too quick to get the red card out, so bitterly disappointed. And again, we've been done by a, a pretty poor refereeing decision. I didn't think he was great all day. Liam, the manager, very unhappy and doesn't think it should have been a red. I disagree. I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen a lot of posts on social media uh, since final whistles saying yep. that this is all going, going down to Lennon. But as much as I've criticised Lennon this season, I thought the team selection was good. But to say that's not a red card is mind-blowing. I mean... Everybody knows when you're at a last man and you pull somebody down from the back, it's, that's a straight red every day of the week. So I just yeah. I said, daft, daft. It's mind blowing how he thinks that's not red. Right, we're going to hear a bit more from him. Stay with us. Ross County are 1 1 with St Johnson. Craig Conway has just equalised a Ross Draper goal. Let's hear more from Neil Lennon. So we had to sort of jig things and we got really unfortunate with the goal as well, you know. And then we had a great chance at the end. Elianusi, you know, we should execute the pass better for Odson. And, you know, we kept going. The, our goalkeeper had nothing to do today. We were really pleased with the first half performance. We needed a goal to top it off. And then uh, we felt the goal was coming up until the red card, which, you know, changed the course of the game. Yeah, he, he's frustrated because mm. Celtic were the better team. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, and lie about it. Um, it's probably the best I've played all season. I thought he got his his tactics and the personnel um, within the tactics spot on. Um, so I just think the, the interviews, he's just frustrated that they, they didn't come away with something today. Davy, yeah, I mean, getting back to the ordering off, if yeah. if Morelos is in the the centre of the the pitch, and he gets goal side of of Bitton, then it's a clear and obvious goal scoring opportunity that he's going to go through and have a really good chance of scoring. I'm just I'm just not sure how you define clear and obvious. Mm-hmm. I mean, Morelos would probably, in fact, would have got a shot away, but it would have been from an angle. Mm-hmm. He's quite wide, and that's why I was surprised that Bobby Madden um, produced a red card. I think also in Bobby Madden's um, defence, or no defence, I think he's mm-hmm. probably looking at iron. Iron's mm-hmm. not across... Um, Beside his fellow centre back, mm-hmm. I think the distances in between the two is, is far too big. So that's what probably has come into his thought process and the, the sending off. He's definitely grabbed him and uh-huh. fouled him. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. I do agree he's going to be coming in at an angle to get a shot on goal, but I just don't think Ayers um, across enough. Liam, here's uh, Neil Lennon speaking about the overall performance. Well, so, certainly, like in the, the last sort of Glasgow few derbies, we were the, in the ascendancy all for the majority of the game. You know, we had all the legs, we had all the quality, we had all the pressing, we had all the physicality. We were by far superior. And we just needed the finishing touch, really. And we felt it would come the longer the game went on, we felt they would tire. But they get a huge break with the goal, and I think a huge break with the sending off as well. And uh, about the next step, because they're heading to the Middle East in, uh, well, less than two hours. Well, I think proved today that, you know, we're still in their fighting, although we have a, a long way to go now. You know, we lost this time last year, went on a brilliant run, a bit of warm weather, you know, let them 
get some more and more and then come back and refresh and go again will have to be some run and obviously yeah. Rangers would have to have a collapse yeah. of all collapses it wouldn't it's not going to matter if, if Celtic go on a really good run as they did last year because Rangers aren't going to drop sufficient amount of points to let them back into it I mean Neil Lennon I, I think makes a lot of sense um, you can disagree with his thoughts on the, the red card taken in, in isolation today Celtic were the better side by a distance but it wasn't about today you know Celtic are playing catch up today because of what happened earlier in the season and you can take it right back to poor recruitment, Lee Griffiths coming back unfit, odds on Edward and in Sham not looking interested. There are a host of reasons that the title has slipped away from Celtic today. Liam, nothing you could disagree with there. What do you think? What do you think Leo Lennon's going to do now? What do you think the club are going to do? Well, I think all these people are saying that Lennon will be shy. It's not going to happen. The board will keep on to the end of the season at least. I think what he's got to, got to look at now, you've got two days till the, the transfer window opens. You've got to look at the people that don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. We've got a big game on Monday against Hibs, which I think is crucial. You're now looking at Rangers, hoping that Rangers lose four games out of the rest of the season, which is looking very unlikely. So I think for, for Neil Lennon, the club, it's getting rid of the players that don't want to be here or the ones that maybe aren't good enough that a certain standard and looking to use the team that we've got. Yeah, maybe bring in a couple signings. They're looking at the likes of Ben Pearson for the summer and um, a few loans from West Brom as well. But I think you've got to look at the likes of when you happened at Lille, you saw Sorrow and Tumble come in mm-hmm. and they've been magic ever since. So I think you've got to look at maybe the youth and see what we've got there. See, the, the, there are going to be not just changes at Celtic, there are going to be wholesale changes. Um, Shane Duffy is, is going to go back to Brighton Elianus is going to go back to Southampton Laxal is going to go back to AC Milan Scott Brown's time is up great servant for the club but his time is up Edward will probably leave in the summer Ryan Christie hasn't signed a new contract Tom Rogic will probably leave the club so you know whoever Celtic see has taken Celtic this, this team forward and it's a complete rebuild that's required they've got to make a decision as quickly as possible because if they don't see Neil Lennon as a long-term solution, they can't allow him to go and sign players in January. See, the problem people need to remember is January as well. It's a difficult market. The guys that you're maybe looking at are one out of the team. Um, they're, they're, they're out of forum. Um, they've not played a lot of football. So I think that the rebuild, they'll be identifying players to go and sign in the summer. I think it's going to be a difficult window for them to bring in a number of players. Um, but... I agree it's going to be a full rebuild at Celtic. Liam, what about uh, Lee Griffiths? What would you say? What, what did you feel when he took that chance uh, in the first half? Did you think it you was know, goal-bound? You know, when I first, when I first saw him kind of looking to take it, I was like, there was no way he was going to hit it. But obviously, it was a great strike. And, um, all kids due to Alan McGregor. I, think I thought he was terrific. Um, the full game, I thought he made some fantastic saves. But, um, I think Griffiths is a proven goal scorer. He has taken goals at that before um, in all different positions. I think he's one of the most crucial players to our season. Here he is. This was what he had to say to Sky about that chance. I thought it was in. You know, he's a world class goalkeeper, and that's what that's what he brings you. He brings you points. You know, I couldn't hear it any sweeter. I think he's got his finger tips out and touched on the post. So, you know, listen, it's, it was a chance for me. Um, I never put it away. So, you know, we re- reflect, we train hard this week, and we get ready for Hibs at home next Monday. It was some moment, wasn't it? And he pays full tribute to their to the goalkeeper. Yeah, they, 
Lee Griffiths knows um, the qualities that he's come up against um, and it needs to be a an un- unbelievable effort to get past Alan McGregor and it, to be fair to Lee Griffiths I don't think he could have hit it any any better um, I thought myself when it left his, his left peg it was in the, the, the top bin but that's what you get from Alan McGregor um, big moments in the game he produces big saves that's that's how crucial he is to, to Stephen Gerrard Liam some news from Neil Lennon uh, Julianne it's ruptured ligaments from the other day in his knee he's out for months Neil Lennon will be looking into the, in the transfer window he needs to bring someone else in so Christopher Julianne is going to be out for some months that's not good news for Celtic not at all. I mean, Julian, in my opinion, is one of the best defenders we've got that we've had in a while. Obviously, this is probably the second or third time this season. Um, obviously, I happened due to Stoughton keeping that clean sheet the other night. But um, I do think he will be going to the transfer market looking for a new centre back. Um, I think there's been a few rumours circulating Mark McKenzie from America. Yeah, I've heard um, that. Yeah. Declan Gallagher from Motherwell, I heard briefly. Um, so I do think but I do think we need to bring somebody in that can maybe fit with Christopher Ayer um, and obviously there's also El Hamid we don't even know what's happening now his agents came out and said he wants to stay and fight for his position he can also play centre black so it's just down to Lennon and see what, what he feels is right David Julian, that's a blow, but given the fact there's 19 points in it, it's going to have to rebuild for next season. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I think yeah. Celtic have to take a long-term look at this. I, I don't think they should jump into the, the the panic transfer market in January. I think they've got to take a deep breath. Um, basically, they have to accept this title's gone and look to next season, get the recruitment spot on next summer, which they didn't do last time, and make sure they're ready to go again. So forget all talk of uh, Fraser Foster coming in loan or whatever. Well, I mean, no point. The, Fraser Forster, Celtic could have had him had they been prepared to pay the wages. Mm. You know, Fraser Forster is on huge money down in, in England. And mm. to be fair to, to Peter Lowell, Celtic can't afford that kind of money. No, it's it's beyond it, Rangers or Celtic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. listen, yeah. they used to be able to, to compete, sure. not now. Yeah. Your, your recruitment drive for next season should start round about now anyway. Yeah. Identifying players that you would like to bring in, guys who are going about a contract or guys who are coming into the last year of their contract. Um, and that, that's what I said earlier, that's been a difference with both Rangers and Celtic. Rangers done their business early and got the guys through the front door. Celtic waited, I think they only got two out of the five or six signings in early. The rest were, were spread out up until the window closed. Liam, it sounds as though you think, though, the club should and will give Neil Lennon uh, more time. Well, in my opinion, I've said, from the, I said when he was given the interim job after Rogers left, I, I thought it would be good till the end of the season and that would be it. I didn't think it was the right choice to bring right. him in as a permanent manager. I think it was a cheap option. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we could have got a lot better. Lennon's done a lot for the club and the way he's been treated was bad, but I think you've got to put the club first and if you're wanting Lowell's wanting this is a money club and I mean this this is a guy that brings in these options like Virgil van Dijk and, that, and has made major money off it mm. like that is what he does that's that what this club's all about and I think for us as fans I, I think Lennon will stay to the end of the mm. season but I think next season somebody else has got to be brought in and, and it, a whole new style and rebuild Liam who would you look for if you could, if you were in charge at Celtic, who would be your choice for next manager? My opinion, I think there's a couple of good man- 
I mean, Eddie Howe's name's been thrown about. I think I don't think that would be uh, the worst of choices. Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't have the best of time at Bournemouth, but you've seen managers do well and bad at other clubs. It's it can have change like that for them. I think Martin O'Neill. I think he's got the sense. He's got he's got the knowledge. Um, I know people are saying they want to keep away from people that know the club, but I think he has the the tactics and the knowledge to be able to bring Celtic back to where they were. Davy. Martin O'Neill or an, an Eddie Howe two dif- very different people you, you, you can't argue with Eddie Howe's name he did a terrific job at Bournemouth you can't argue with that whether he would be right for this particular city and the, the cocktail that exists up here uh, I'm not really sure I know I know he'll be very keen to get back in in England less mm. so to take a job up here um, but what I would say is that probably in the summer if Celtic are going to change the manager is the right time for somebody else to come in because the 10 has gone Neil Lennon had to put up with the pressure of delivering the 10, taking over from Brendan Rodgers, winning the trophies last season and winning this league title. Now, it's not worked out for him, but he had the bottle to, to step in and take it. He did. That's nearly two years ago. It seems a long time, doesn't it, since uh, Brendan Rodgers disappeared in February. I see he was in the papers today talking about uh, saying it's the biggest derby. It's, I mean, he obviously knows that Everton-Liverpool, but that's a massive game. And today, the derby was won by Rangers by one goal to nil. Liam, thanks very much for calling. No worries, thank you. More calls coming. We're off to speak to Thomas, a Rangers fan, next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go! 0808 17 17 700 in the company this afternoon of Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Davey Proven. What do you think the match was like for uh, the neutrals? We always try and find a neutral that was seen worldwide, Davey. That was a, a decent game of football. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I mean, I, I think both of us, Barry and I, were surprised that... It, how poor Rangers were in the first half um, but it's as, it's as well as Celtic have played for some time Rangers winning by a goal to nil and a Rangers fan is on the line now Thomas from Easterhouse Thomas good afternoon good afternoon how are you doing a good happy new year to you uh, happy new year as well that must be um, the happiest of starts for you well after well, it's been nine years of heart and everything we've been through I think as a club we deserve this we've had a good luck a good bit of fortune and hopefully they can go and finish the job. Yep, you'll be very, very confident, but you're not uh, calling the title just yet. No, I've been a Rangers supporter for a long enough career. It was an easy way and it was a Rangers way, and we do things the hard way, so I don't want to count my tanks just just yet. Mm -hmm. What about your goalkeeper, Alan McGregor? Listen, I think that's the difference. They paid five million for a goalkeeper who, all right, you can't and Thomas, you mentioned the nine years. How tough was it? What was the lowest point for you? I think being do not the 20 minutes to go against Dallas. I think he paid the fact up and it was 3 2. Yep. I think that just summed it up. Just the fall, I think the club was just in a bad, bad place. Mm-hmm. Um, it took time, obviously, as supporters. We wanted it to be done quicker. Mm-hmm. We've made mistakes, obviously, with Kishinya and things like that, but it was never going to be perfect. But I think we're getting there now and we've got a manager who. I think even after the Hearts game last season in the Cup, 
and I was kind of like doubting him and think I see the man, but it just shows that like, in Scotland anyway, or in Glasgow, mm-hmm. it's supporters, you, you jump, you jump the gun. But if you, t- if you give the guy time and he took time because he took care of an absolute mess, mm-hmm. and now obviously we're, we're nearly there. Amazing, Barry, you think you, you kind of forget about the Cashinia years. We go from Cashinia to Stephen Gerrard. Something and changed. Mark as well. And Mark, indeed, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the, the two and a half years that the manager's um, been at the club, you can see there's, they're moving in the right direction. I can see clear improvement each year. Disappointing after the winter break, I'm sure all Rangers fans will agree with me. I, I don't know what happened there. It was just a, a lackey for them. But they've come back this season and, and they've, they've proved a lot of people wrong. As I'd mentioned, that they had... Two weeks ago, I was really disappointed in the game against St Mern. Mm-hmm. It was a real opportunity to get the first trophy through the doors in a long time. And it's how they've responded. They've went in five wins out of five. That's what a, a proper football team does. They go and show a response. And that's the difference in this Rangers team this season. What happened in Dubai, Barry? Can you tell us now, last year? <laughs> <Don't get a clue. laughs> I know. Honestly, no, I, it was, I, I it was bizarre, wasn't it? But then, yeah, yeah. It's times that a lot of people look at Rangers, yep, they had some bad results, but you've got give sometimes your opposition credit I mm-hmm. thought Celtic come back and credit to Neil Lennon he went and changed the system he went to a back three mm-hmm. and it was clear that they were on um, top form and, and Rangers faltered but I, I don't see that happening this season I, I really don't with this Rangers team and he had a problem Stephen Gerrard had a problem after the, the last break when he couldn't get Morelis back in time to play at Tynecastle. <laughs> so in the same way that Lee Griffiths turned, turned up out of shape in the summer for Neil Lennon Alfredo Morelos didn't help Stephen Gerrard when it came down to the crunch last season. He left him out at Tynecastle. Yep. Remember, he sure. returned a day yep. late. Mm-hmm. And it's not difficult to get yourself. And he's left him out a number of times this season, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which he, he didn't have that luxury last season to do. He's got the luxury. He's got a strong squad of twenty twenty one players. And you need that when people are losing form or people are, are playing up a bit. You can go and change it, and that's what he's he's been able to do this season. And I guess, Thomas, what do you feel for the future? Is this going to be, you know, Stephen Gerrard's uh, dynasty? How long will he be here? And just how good a side can he build over the next couple of years? I think he showed, particularly in Europe, that he's, he's built a, a good team. Yep. Um, I think the difference was like, today's victory. I think that's a, the style of victory was more damaging to Celtic than people think because it showed that even when they play well, they, they couldn't beat us. Mm-hmm. They were the better team, they made it a bit right up to the um, sending off, and they, they still couldn't beat us. So I think that's a big thing because we've played well against them last season, the cup final, and two years ago at Parkhead. We played well, we were the better team, and we still lost. So Good. I think just yeah. the style of victory is uh, more damaging to them than I think what a lot of people will think. Do you want to hear from, let's hear from Balogun after Rangers' victory this afternoon. Um, it was tough. I think we didn't play a good first half. We just put our heads together and said we have to step up our game, really, because they were really causing us trouble in the first half. You, there's no denying. And I think we showed a good reaction. The red card obviously helped our game plan as well. And I think we could dominate better then. Yeah, and I'm, I'm obviously, I'm happy to win that. It's a big game, especially on this day. It's huge for us today. But then again, nothing to get carried away with because season's still long but it was definitely a big and important step towards the right direction. Davy, he played well, he speaks well. Taking nothing for granted, no. long way to go, yeah. saying all the right things. Yeah. Look forward it's... to Aberdeen, one game at a time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thomas, you were the same, yeah? 
You know, you're keeping your feet in the ground. You still there, Thomas? I think we've lost him. I think he deserves a celebration now anyway, doesn't he, Barry? That was a good call there yeah, from Thomas. But, but I think Balligan. if you listen to yeah. the, the manager, Alan McGregor and Balligan, they're being brutally honest about the yeah. game. Um, they, they weren't good enough, but at times you've got to give the opposition credit and give credit uh, Celtic the, the credit that they're due. They were the, the better team. This sending off, without doubt in my mind, was a, a big help to Rangers and Rangers um, made them pay two or three minutes later with a great delivery for Tavernier an own goal for Callum McGregor but you take it three points you don't play well you move on even some of the Celtic fans uh, calling in and on the socials have agreed that it was naive but it, it was a red card uh, Davey your thoughts there on just I'm getting scores coming in Kilmarnock are one up at half time uh, Aberdeen Dundee United nil nil. so your money's on Aberdeen yeah. I know so so is Barry too you went for Aberdeen didn't you to Guess. finish uh, to finish oh, no, yeah today to finish, Aberdeen Dundee United yeah I, I think Aberdeen are the, the third best team yep. there's no doubt in my mind about that Hibs I think I'll take them all the way to get that third place but I think Derek's got his, his best squad I would, I would say Derek's had since he's, he's been up there mm-hmm. Ross County and St Johnson have gone in 1-1 at half time what a start for Yogi though you know the first two games they lost first game was Celtic you'd expect it but to win at Easter Road and uh, to be 1-1 with uh, St Johnson he would take that as a full time yeah, I, hope, I hope he does well because Yogi's I think he's looked upon as, as old school mm. you know he's not He's not one for the laptop and the clipboards and the diagrams. and Or maybe he is, but he's still viewed as old school. And I still think there's room for people like Yogi in the game. Mm-hmm. Yep, I like listening to him. He's, again, he's, he knows the game inside out. It's, it's crazy. Yogi, I actually played against him and you watched him. He was like a, a an old batting ram centre half. But his teams actually play good stuff. Mm-hmm. When he was at Falkirk and when he was at Hibs, it's when he was um, tough tackling head on the ball his teams actually played some good football Hamilton are one up at half time in the Lanarkshire derby yeah big listen it's um, I, I, this would be a unbelievable three points for Hamilton again a lot of people's um, wants to go down um, but they always keep bringing up surprise results Hamilton just, Mut- a, just a pity they don't know how many points they've actually got isn't it <laughs> well David what, what, what is that about oh. how can you announce that in the morning of a game but you're taking six points. From <laughs> why? Why could they just not rearrange the games? It's only six. Play the games. That's, that's what I've been saying. It's only six else. points, Davy. Come on, what's it's, it's bonkers, isn't it? It's, it's absolutely crazy. Play the games. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everyone wants the games played. If you ask any players, what? they would rather play a game of football than train. So if that yeah. means they need to play Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, yep. or, or Monday, Thursday. Sunday How many games did you play leading up to the uh, uh, no, Cup final Crazy, crazy still I mean, playing them. Do you know what Dave I would rather play games yeah. of football yeah. than boot in the training pitch yeah. Livy 2 up at Hibs and uh, Ross County 1 St Johnson 1 as we mentioned So yeah down south Norwich and Barnsley 0-0 nil, nil. we're not really that bothered on that <laughs> No disrespect to Norwich or Barnsley it's East Anglia listeners uh, Indeed uh, yeah, we're very, but Richard will be listening there in East Anglia but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, uh, we're going to finish actually before we go let's hear from uh, the managers then we heard uh, you may have heard from them briefly earlier on let's hear from Stephen Gerrard speaking at the end of the game well look it's another big three points it's another clean sheet so uh, really proud of the team in terms of their efforts first half we weren't good enough we weren't ourselves I uh, thought we were second best in a lot of areas uh, and for a large part of the first half thought it was a massive improvement in the second half we were getting up to people we were more aggressive we were more physical we were believing in ourselves and what we were doing in terms of the way we were trying to play 
I was more pleased from 45 to the sending off uh, with the improvements and then obviously the, the sending off's a, a big major incident in the game and um, it looked like there was only going to be one team to win it from there. Yeah, that was the biggest talking point. We did say at halftime, what would he be saying to the players? I just asked them how much they wanted to win a derby. That was the only question they needed to be asked. If you want to win a derby, especially here at Ibrox, we're, we're protecting our stadium and our supporters. Uh, you can't be passive, you can't be second best. We've got to let Celtic know they're in a game. Credit to Celtic, I thought they played really well in the first half. But look, we, we were outstanding in a cup final for 90 minutes not so long ago and got nothing for it. Um, it's about the end results. We've won the game, we stretch our lead, um, we remain humble and we move on to Aberdeen now. It's a great line though, isn't it, from uh, the manager there. How how badly do you want to win this this match, the derby? Yeah, so we would, the players would have walked up that tunnel knowing that the manager would be come in not been happy with that level of performance. And listen, it gets slightly better, there's no doubt about mm. it in the, the second half. Um, but the first half, Celtic overran um, Rangers. But at the end of the day, after 90 minutes, the main objective is to get the three points and Rangers done that. He'll enjoy his Saturday evening. Yeah, I, yeah. I, sometimes I think it's even sweeter when you play poorly and you nick it, you know? That? Is it? Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you, you yeah. can get him more satisfaction. Yeah, yeah. That sounds crazy, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> I've done it myself. It's, it's sometimes you walk in, Dave, and you sit down and think, how did we win that game now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Halftime, Crystal Palace 2, Sheffield United 0, and Tottenham are 3 up on Leeds was the full-time result. That's the one I was trying to give you when I went off to uh, East Anglia. So, good win for Mourinho and he needed it because the last uh, four games they've been way off the boil. Let's wrap up then from uh, Ibrox. A few more to hear from. Uh, Neil Lennon was speaking about the red card incident when Neil Beaton was sent off. I think the referee has made the wrong decision and it's changed the course of the game. Well, it's not a sending off, it's a foul. You know, we've got Ayer coming on the cover. Morelos is in a wide position. He made... It's not a clear and obvious goal-scoring opportunity. He may get a shot off, but he's certainly not clean through on goal. And I think he's too quick to get the red card out, so bitterly disappointed. And again, we've been done by a, a pretty poor refereeing decision. I didn't think he was great all day. And then after the red card, the effect it had on Celtic? So we had to sort of jig things, and we got really unfortunate with the goal as well, you know. And then we had a great chance at the end, Elianusi, you know, we should execute the pass better for Hudson. And, you know, we kept going. The, our goalkeeper had nothing to do today. We were really pleased with the first half performance. We needed a goal to top it off. And uh, we felt the goal was coming up until the red card, which, you know, changed the course of the game. How sore was that for Neil Lennon and the impact that could have? No, he knows. Yeah. He knows it's over. Uh, the, the season's over and it's only a matter of time, I, I think, before the board call time on, on Neil Lennon as well I mean he's, he's been in the game long enough to know how it works Paul you, you can't be 19 points behind Rangers albeit with games in hand out of the Betfred Cup out of the Europa League out of the Champions League and keep your job don't think so mm-hmm. my only surprise after um, Beaton getting sent off was not keeping Lee Griffiths on he's always a danger yeah, he's always, yep. strange whether he, he might have picked up an knock, I don't know. Um, but when with Lee Griffiths on the pitch, you've always got a chance of, of getting a goal. So I don't know whether it was an injury or, or it was just tactical, but I was surprised at that one. Yeah. Here is Lee Griffiths speaking after the game. Losing any game is tough to take, but I think the way we dominated the game, um, especially in the first half, it's a difficult one to take. But if you don't take your chances, you're not going to you're not going to win games. And yeah, the boys are all hurting in there. But we'll keep fighting till the end, until it's mathematically impossible for us to, to win the league. So, you know, we'll go away, we'll reflect on it, we'll work hard and we'll prepare for Hibs as well as we can. The calculator shows Rangers 19 points clear. Uh, what about that chance, though, that moment when Lee Griffiths looked to have scored? 
I thought, I thought it was in. You know, he's a world class goalkeeper, and that's what that's what he brings you. He brings you points. You know, I couldn't hear it in his wheel. I think he's got his finger stepped out and touched on the post. So, you know, listen, it's, it was a chance for me. Um, I never put it away. So, you know, we re- reflect, we train hard this week, and re- get ready for Hibs at home next Monday. Outstanding. He's a world class goalkeeper. The couple of saves he's he's made to keep us in it. Outstanding and reliable, trustworthy. Um, and and I know now. Um, I already knew, but I know even more now why he's been so successful at this club because he's bailed us out again on a couple of occasions. And the man himself, Alan McGregor. Hopefully, come four or five months time, it'll be a huge win. It's weird. I thought we were really, really poor first half, and especially the 15 minutes or whenever uh, they send off a club. But we're a wee bit better after that. But the ones that I say all the time, the ones the most important. Thing. So it's an afternoon where Rangers take the spoils and effectively the title. Ten in a row, it's not going to happen. Rangers, it's going to be uh, start something new for them. One in a row this year. But Barry, you're not accepting the title no, it's yet. Not, <laughs> it's, nothing's won yet until it's oh, mathematically possible. Impossible, impossible for Celtic, should I yeah. say, to catch them. But nothing's won yet. I've just had a call from East Anglia. Seriously, <laughs> Richard Park, no. listening in East Anglia and Norfolk is listening. Oh. Wishes you all, wishes all of you wow. all the very best to Richard. All the best, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> the man who started it across the road at Super Scoreboard is tuned in to the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Great to hear from you, Richard. And uh, big win for Rangers this afternoon. Celtic showed uh, real guts. They really went for it today, but it was Rangers' day getting the victory. Barry, you'll be back on Monday with yep. Cy Ferry. Yep. yep. Oh well, um, see Si, ask him why he gets sent off. <laughs> <laughs> and Davey, we look forward to speaking to you next week yeah, on the programme. absolutely. Thanks very much from me, Paul. Can you enjoy the rest of the new year? Stay safe, take it easy, and we'll see you soon. Good night, or good afternoon. The Bull Radio Football Show. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. 